Welcome back, everybody, to week two, Picks versus the Spread, with Cav Manning and Mr. Billy Body. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. Everything on social media, just look up Lingus Mafia. I'm with your better extraordinaire. He went three for three over on Patreon.com slash NFL six pack. That's where you want to go. The number six. The number six in the six pack. Um, and our free, our lock of the week, right off the bat, we had the Ravens that fucking one, two, uh, and double luck, double luck. Did we, we both um, said jump on that one? So fucking nailed and things were going well. I'll take my medicine. I got, I was one for three. Now the two that I lost, I'd like to, uh, have an explanation for usually everybody knows me. If I fucking fuck up, I First one to say I fucked up, right? That Denver fucking game, to me, is not even a fuck up. Because, you know, hey, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. I get it. But two fumbles on the fucking one. They don't do this. They win fucking... It's 14 points right there. So, Denver fucked me up. I was wishing horrible, horrible things on them, you know. And, oh, it's a shame if their plane goes down on the way back. But this is what happens. And it's week one. Week one is rough, but Billy straight out, straight away out of the fucking box with three and zero. So the man does this for a living, and uh, this is where you want to go. So Patreon.com/slash NFL six the number pack, and uh, you get two different packages there. One is uh, fifteen bucks, one is sixty bucks, and that is for your month. Uh, we're gonna give you a couple rundowns in this free bird show, and then. We're going to cut it off, and the end of the show will be on that Patreon, where we will give out uh, some our picks for the lower tier. We'll give out our, our slam dunk for you, and then on the other side, when you go to the 60, you will get the write-ups for your six plays of the week. And we could do over-unders. We could do uh, individual accomplishments you could bet on. Uh, the, the world is wide open with this NFL. And then, most importantly, of course, you have your, your spreads to pick from. What do you yeah, think, Billy Boy? It, that's a difference, yeah. Here, here it's very much an ATS-orientated show. So you can use this for your maybe your survivor pools or your you know your contests, your pick-em contests or whatever. But to make the money... You need to either go over to lockbait.com where I cover all sports. My NFL plays there went 5-0. and Or you go to, if you just want NFL and you don't want all the rest of my sports, go to the NFL six-packs because I just narrow my plays down to my absolute top three um, where I've just gone 3-0. and So I, I am good at locking uh, in terms of, you know, cutting out plays and, and choosing. So, you know, some people, that's where they struggle. They, they're very good at every week going... I don't know, like, um, you know, 12, some people, well, they claim at least that, oh, I go 12 and four all the time or I go 10 or, you know, mm -hmm. 10 and six kind of people. But then take that 10 and six and tell people, all right, what's your top three or your top six or whatever. They might not necessarily come away with a profit. So this isn't this isn't blindly just picking games like we do here where, where we have to, where we're obligated to pick every game. This is a case of being able to, pinpoint our best and it's something that we've been proven good at over the years because a lot records speak for themselves now the six pack is essentially us tripling our locks so unfortunately last week um you know we both got our top lock right mm -hmm. i got my addition two 
Cab got fucked on both. So I wouldn't say he was on the wrong side of look. Like, the they didn't just get their asses handed to them, both of those teams. Because no. I had the Titans, too, which choke at the fucking end. No, and you, there, there are games last week where you look at it and you can go, oh, it was, some people could have been completely on the wrong side of certain games, you know, such as taking... Um, I'm trying to think, because there was a lot of bullshit that went on. I mean, obviously, if you took something like Packers to win in Minnesota, for example, that was a really bad play. But even you took things like... Um, there's loads of examples. Bengals. I, I I had the Steelers as one of my as one of my six pack plays last week, mm. but I was lucky because there was five, five turnovers and they barely won. <laughs> right, and so the Bengals aren't going to do that again. Nah. Now, San Francisco had the game in control until the weather changed badly, um, and then in Chicago, which was funny, win- is in control and it was seven to zero. <laughs> it was like they. It felt like thirty five to fucking zero. But it's that don't let anybody hang around. That you hang around too long, you're gonna get bit. And uh, like that was what was good. Like I picked and being a Bears fan, it's not like I'm bandwagoning, jumping on them because God knows I pick against them all the time. But right, but not the, knowing but trade thing, that was the problem for me. Yeah, and some good things come out of that because now nine is a bad trade shit, and and Chicago are better than people think. So they think. I don't think any of these two things came out of that game. I just no. feel that it, it turned on on the on the conditions. Then you have the situation with the Titans throwing the game away. Uh, then you have the situation on Monday night where Denver should have won by double digits, <laughs> and Jesus. and they didn't. Um, you know, there's 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 so many there's so many like takeaways. Like you mean there was um, Atlanta threw a game away, but luckily they still covered for me. Um, yeah, I mean there's there's loads of things to look at where. I think it's essentially one of those weeks. I mean, look, Detroit covered. Are they, are they a good ATS team? Or were they in that game? Like, they lost by three. But really... And it was that last-minute bullshit again to fucking even get to that three. It should have fucking right. been, you know, lost that one easily with that spread. So I think coming out of that week, like, I think the big takeaway for people, which, it, rightly or wrongly, is that... Um, the Packers are going to be. The Packers are going to have some problems. Um, Arizona are going to be really, really bad. You think um, so? The, the, I see, the that's where we're, we're we're different on that Arizona. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think these things. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just seeing what, oh, okay. what the opinions are being thrown around. But yeah, I, I found some interesting statistics. So, week one can be a week where people overbet and get killed, um, and week two is even worse. So week two is usually worse, <laughs> worse than week one. I, sure. I admittedly am happy to come away with a break-even week usually in week one. And then I'm very, very careful in week two. Week two in 2019, I posted a card that went 0-7. Wow. Like, yeah. So this this is how brutal it can be. So here's some notes to like take down. Uh, I was telling you, Cav, that I listened to um, – I listened to some stuff this week, uh, some statistical podcasts, mm-hmm. and um, me and Cav were supposed to start this show at a different time, and it's been delayed. But but the good thing is is that I got these numbers out of that extra time. Mm. So week two underdogs that didn't cover by seven or more in week one. Yeah, th- that makes sense. So they were un- they're, they're underdogs this week and last week. Um, they were um, they didn't cover by seven or more, so they were they were basically bashed. Um, in the second week, they are 53, 35 and one, 60 percent of the time they cover against the spread. So this week, so this isn't to win. This is against the spread. Yeah. 
So this week, if you that statistic stays, we're looking at Jets covering their line, which is six, um, the Cardinals covering their line, um, and the Cowboys covering their line, which is also six. I don't know the Cardinals line off the hand because uh, I've forgotten that one. Um, overall, ATS... It's five and a half. Um, uh, okay, overall ATS in week two, the underdogs just cover their line 53% of the time. So you could blindly bet everyone getting points this week and 53% of the time they, they do win. Obviously, that's a, that's not a high-level statistic at 53. Okay, week two dogs. Week two, week two dogs that didn't cover in week one. So teams that are an underdog this week and, and also didn't cover last week as well, they bounce back 64% of the time. It's 56, 32, and 2. And week two dogs, this is the this is the biggest one. Week two underdogs of six points or lot or less who had a straight up loss last week are 64, 32, and 3. So they cover 67% of the times. So the dogs that fall under that category, I've made it easy for you and wrote and took the time to write them down. Panthers, Jags, Jets, and Cardinals. They are week two underdogs of under six points who had a straight up straight up loss last week. And so they have a sixty seven percent chance of covering historically hmm. this week. And these are teams that <laughs> I wasn't interested in yeah, at right. all. <laughs> off, on, on well, the Jags I was um, just because of the way the, the record against the Colts, but we'll talk about that when we when we when we breeze through these games now. Okay, let's uh, get on the first game. So, week one, or week two, sorry, I'm already still on week one. Uh, starting the Sunday games, we have the New York Jets going into the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cleveland almost uh, coughed it up to Carolina last week. This is Cleveland giving six and a half to the Jets. It's not now, though, is it? Um, I, I got these numbers this morning, the, uh, oh. six and a half. So that's what I saw this morning from, uh, what did you see? Right now I got five. Really? Even better than, um, I see for me, I, I don't believe you still got Flacco playing. Yeah, so I, I'd be, I'd be with uh, Cleveland on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm automatically against Flacco. This is crazy because you are right. Um, this line's all over the place. There's a six at Bet Three Six Five, and there's a five at Skybet. So mm. I went to I Bet actually, Online. That's where I was looking. I don't actually know where this one sits at the moment. But what's most interesting for me in this one is the the total is sitting at forty. If the Cleveland Browns are going to run the ball a lot, which is what they did last week, and Joe Flacco isn't going to score more than two touchdowns. I don't get how this gets to 40. Um, and at the same time, I'd rather trust Cleveland running the ball than Joe Flacco covering the spread of under of um, getting less than a touchdown. So, yeah, I think Cleveland win. Cleveland will start 2-0. and they, you know, they're, all, they're usually bad starters, but they can go 2-0. Yeah. Uh, on ESPN, too, it's a 6.5. So those are a couple places. Uh, Washington going into Detroit. If I could say Detroit. Um, is this the first time in how many games? Did they say like two years or something? This is the first time Detroit is favored in a game. There's some crazy really? stat. Yeah, they have not been favored. And at this point, what I see, they are favored by one. 
Yeah, this is because 59% um, of the bets are on the commanders. That's why. Mm. And that's the third that's the third most bet game of the the third most bet team of the week not the most bet game but the most bet team is the command you ain't gonna believe the percentage of number one really this is this is 59 percent on the commanders and it's third hmm and it's i'm i'm thinking ooh, god could it be cincinnati what's that could it be cincinnati yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But I was going to tell you when you got that. Oh, look at yeah. that. I, I nailed it. <laughs> All yeah, right. Cincinnati, Cincinnati minus six and a half has 85% of the, I have 85% on one side. See, I really like that because you're saying six and a half, and I only see seven, which scares me because this rush got in the game like another time, and everyone said, oh, okay, they're going to get killed. And he won the game. Didn't even just cover, he fucking won. So, mm. you know, you think right away, oh, they're they're trash. But we'll get to that game. Uh, I'm picking Detroit with that minus one, by the way. Uh, Tampa Bay goes into New Orleans. I don't want anything to do with this fucking game because <laughs> every goddamn time it's Tampa Bay minus two and a half. And every time I go, all right, Tom's finally going to fucking be done with this bullshit because he can't beat them unless it's the playoffs. And I go, all right. It's it's enough already. This is it's fake. It's gonna you know crumble now. I say it every time, and I'm gonna say it again. I would take Tampa Bay here, but this is into that category of prove me to show it to me. Yeah, I'm with you um, because I, I I often look at this game and it confuses me because New Orleans week to week they don't they don't blow people out. They're not a 100% given playoff team. So this is all that this is all that divisional rivalry stuff. If you ever yeah. want an example, someone's trying to understand and they say why do um why do division rivalries matter? This is the better team. You got two games this week where you can point to it. You can point to New Orleans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you also point to the fact that the Colts can't beat the fucking Jacks. <laughs> and both of those both of those come around this week, but just to give you a spoiler as to how I'm going to go with the other one, I think both of them lose this week. I think that Tampa win, uh, and I think the Colts win. But I'm Tampa with hit, you is exactly the same. The, the reasoning behind it, the reasoning behind the other play is a little bit more more stronger. Um, it's a lot more numbers based, and and um, I'll, I'll get to that. But for this one, it's just a case of when I see that defense last week. I don't see how New Orleans will be able to score points. And I understand that, like, this New Orleans defense, um, Brady struggled against it. Mm -hmm. But last week, Atalanta put up a lot of points. And even if Brady has got something in his head um, about this team, I think he would only need to to put up 24, 24 to 27 points here to win the game and to cover. So that, that, that defense might be the best in the league again, we like it was the season yeah. where they won. They, yeah, the they were playoff. all over the place. Yeah. But again, this is week one overreactions. But at the same time, you also see overreaction to numbers. Like I heard loads of stuff this week where it's like going, going to go with the Jags. I'm going to go with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, sorry, I'm going to go with the Saints. The Saints do this to Tampa. The Jags do this to the Colts. Well, everything comes to an end, um, mm -hmm. and 
and it's and it's usually when everybody has decided to bet it because there are no poor um, there are no poor bookies there are no poor but um, there are no poor casinos so that's why uh, Carolina goes into the Giants um, me and my Lingus Mafia crew are split on this one mm-hmm. I I still don't I don't trust the Giants for shit I. I think they pulled it out of their ass. I think Daniel Jones is horrible. I don't. I don't care. It's. I. I find it to be whatever. This is a fluke anyway. They, they pulled a rabbit out of their ass, and Carolina did not look awful at all. They looked capable, and yeah, sure, it's at the Giants. I'm taking Carolina here, and the the Giants are uh, giving two. This is the second most bet game. Mm. The second most bet side really? sorry, not of the week, um, and this this one has moved the line by a by half a point. So, who are they betting on? So let me. So I had the Bengals. So the top one, the Bengals were at six. Mm. I got six and a half, but it is more widely available at seven. And this Panthers had had were getting three. I now can see them at two and a half, but they're now down to two. Because they've got sixty six percent of the bets on the Panthers, okay, and that's second. I don't feel crazy. Then I was like, "Oh my god, is everybody betting on the Giants? What am I, the crazy one?" Okay, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it when everybody's betting on the same stuff as us because you know. <sighs> but maybe it's like people- that comment. I, you know what? You're right though, because that's Vegas knows best. One of those things, because you're like, "What are they stupid?" Meanwhile, they know. There's a reason why they put this like this, you know? So, I don't know. I feel Carolina is just a better team. I really do. Um, let's go into New England going to Pittsburgh. <sighs> boy, oh, boy. Uh, this is the one where I've heard the most differing opinions. And, like, mm-hmm. it's so weird because this hasn't been this hasn't been one where um, it's been like people have been like, oh, you know, I have to pick this game. Um but I, I'm I'm a little bit like torn. Yeah, I've heard like one guy on one show going, "Oh, I'm locking this up," and he's Ooh. got like reasons. And then I hear another guy on the on another show, "I'm locking this up too," and he's on the other side. Wow! Um, so like this this strong opinions about this game that are so strong and not and that's made me one of the people who are not really on one side or the other. But to add clarity, there's fifty nine percent. Of people are on the Patriots here, so. and it's a minus two for the Patriots. Um, Tomlin does very good as the underdog uh, yeah. in, in his point spread thing, and Bill back to back losses does not happen too often as well. So for I me, those, it's I just had those numbers. I had those numbers, but I didn't bring them to okay. the show because um, they're Brady numbers. They uh, doesn't yeah go with it as well. Uh, yeah, I mean you can you can start yeah reeling off Billichek. Uh, Belichick uh, bounce back stats, but mm-hmm. like in without Brady there. So for me, it's a lot about the injuries. They're running back hurt, and uh, so and then you know the torn pec thing on the defensive side. So that's what gets me pushed more to the New England area when it comes to uh, winning this game. And I I'm worried about the play calling because that was a big deal last week where they were like, yeah, Patricia's calling these plays, which we talked about before. So that's a little scary to me where I'm like, are they going to get this right? Is he really going to be called these plays? But I, I I would take New England here, but I'm not I'm not jumping up and down. It's mostly because of the uh, injuries. 
Well, there's only one injury to Pittsburgh, right? No, it's uh, defense and offense. Uh, Najee Harris, I believe, is limping around. He was in a boot. Uh, his ankle is messed up. So their running back situation might be a little rough. And then you got TJ Watt on the other side, who's going to be definitely out for a few weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, I know about I know about what, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the main concern that people have had. For me, I don't think that's enough to to take New England. Um, I know that Bill Belichick has a good bounce back record, but as I said, it's inflated by Tom. I don't think that Mac looked good last week. I don't think the defense looked good last week. I don't like who who's calling the plays on the offense. Um, I found a statistic that says that teams who were a week one. Uh, who were a week one underdog and then they become favorites somehow on week two, which mm-hmm. doesn't very often. There's only like 19 cases of it actually, but they only win four times, four, 14 and one against them. Um, so I, I don't think the favoritism is, is justified here. Um, it's the home opener. Pittsburgh's a good home field as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just think Pittsburgh are better everywhere uh, than, than, than New I, I just, New England, there's so much. It's so much that that comes down to who the coach is and what, and you just don't you don't want to bet again. It's like all oh, yeah. it's crazy to bet, but it's like if you look at all these these players with another coach, they're like in the bottom. hundred percent. If he's not in coaching, you don't even come close to picking anybody on New England. No, they're in the bottom five of the the league. They're bo- they're the bottom five roster in the league, and the, I don't think they should be a favorite here. So I'm I'm going to go Pittsburgh. But as I said, like it's not strong. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy? Yeah. I have so many people going strong on this one. One wow. on one side, or the other. It's the most like split game I think of the of the week, along with um. No, actually, I would say it's the most split game of the week. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people. I actually think uh, for these. Um, New Orleans games and the Jags yeah. games. It's been it's been a case of the un- people have been taking the underdogs so much so that Tampa and Indianapolis have become like contrarian have become contrarian plays this week. Speaking so, of, so we're in Indianapolis, who is o o and one against the o and one Jacksonville Jaguars, who didn't look like they were slobs at least, even though they were playing Washington. Um. They were still playing. It wasn't like, oh, this is, you know, the the drudge of the league. And it's funny that it is really only three and a half points because Indy's supposed to be, you know, some hardcore team that, you know, ended up tying Houston. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, and one of my buddies, he had uh, Indy in the survivor pool. You do survive if you have a tie. So he was thrilled, thrilled to be alive still. Um Three and a half, like he's, we, we already kind of talked about this, so I don't even know if we need to mention it much, but we're both taking Indy for this. We think uh, this finally gets, you know, it's just nonsense and it finally stops. How many have they lost in a row? Four. Or, 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 I believe it is four. It's either or it four seven, or five. It's seven times I think they haven't covered against them, or is it uh, I mean, have They a lose straight out, though. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's just a straight up, they lose to this team. For some reason, Jacksonville has Indy's number, and, and it's bizarre. I I don't know. I mean, I can't even equate that to Chicago Green Bay, where Green Bay just always owns Chicago because, obviously, Green Bay's a better team, so they should. But Jacksonville is not a better team, 
and they do it. It's it's kind of like Miami and uh, New England. Miami just has their number for some reason. So, Did all right. F- so they lost, they lost the. Hmm. I, I thought they'd lost more in a row than this. Is it only what three? Oh, it's sorry. It's in Jacksonville. Ah. Okay. Because they because I was going to say they, they they win the home games. So they've lost in Jacksonville one, two, three. Four, one, six, zero. Um, <laughs> six, five, zero. Uh, what, why is there no game set? Six, seven. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, well, seven times in a row. Seven times wow, in a row. Wow, seven times in a row in Jacksonville. <laughs> in Jacksonville, yeah. Um, so, here, so this... <laughs> That's a stat I didn't pull up, but the one I did have was that the Colts are one twelve and one ATS versus the versus the wow. Jags in their last fourteen. But look, here's some like other numbers because I disregard those numbers somewhat because it's always weird when you when candy cappers like use that because it's like oh this happened like this is this is data dating back to thirteen years and it's like well who's in the team now yeah. from day. You know, so, and I mean, the quarterback's different, the coach is different. And here's, here's two things about a quarterback and coach. So, Frank Reich in his career has never covered week one. And wow. Matt Ryan, worst quarterback in the league at week one, he's five and 10, ATS. Um, and then you know who the best two records are in week two? Mm-mm, no. <laughs> Indy? This, this coach wow. and this quarterback. Um, so, Reich is four and oh in week two. And Matt Ryan is eleven three in week two. Wow! So they do they do get it right um, for for the second week um, if that's anything to if that's anything to go by. But again, you know, it's data where you're looking at things that um, aren't wholly applicable to this team because you know it's a different every week too. It's a different team. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were here against the um, I don't know if they if they were going away to to Tampa. You wouldn't necessarily feel as, as yeah. confident. I don't know. Like it, I, it's a lot. A lot of people this week taking the taking the Jags, and that always puts me off. And hmm. immediately, well, if I was thinking something and I saw that they'd won seven times in a row, and then I'm joined by every other like podcast taking it, uh, that's that's immediately like a red siren for me where I'm or I lose interest in the play. Hmm. What's what's your reason? <sighs> To, you know what you you really convinced me hardcore to like nearly lock up Indy, and this is a game where I mean it's seven times in a row for God's sake, and to lock somebody up is. And the thing is, it back, back like because fuck. what's what's interesting here is that like so the line moved to two and a half, and I can get it at three now, but it's, it's but it is more widely three and a half. So I see three four. and a half. Yeah, that's that it's bothers me. It opened at four and it moved to like all the way to two and a half, and then it's been bet back. How could they? And I think how could they only win by three though? And that that Fuck. feels like it was loose here, and that feels yeah. like sharp. That feels like sharp better sharp money to me. So the other thing here, like looking a little bit deeper into the game last week, mm-hmm. um, Matt Ryan and Indianapolis they had five hundred and seventeen yards in the game. Um, that only translated to twenty points, which is which is odd. Um, you won't see that again. Yeah. Um, they ran for one hundred and seventy-seven yards, and they passed for three hundred and forty yards, hmm. and 
they got 20 points of that. Um, they held Hugh. Now, uh, where have we got here? Indianapolis held Houston, um, the completing just 66%, uh, 62.2% of their passes. And Houston were held to 77 running yards. Um, and what else have I got here? Um, no, I think that's it. Like there's the rest of it's just small, like little bits from, from the game. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, it's too much like week one here. Um, the other thing is as well, is that, um, if Indianapolis don't win this game, they have KC on deck. So Phil, mm. they'll be looking at it different. Like they won't be looking ahead to that. They'll be looking at, we'll need to win this and take care of, of that one because they've not put themselves in the best position by not winning last week. So, yeah, yeah, that's a rough one. Then, so they got to do it. So let's go on to yeah. Oh, here was the one I, I, I skipped over. Uh, Jags won last week. Um, sorry, Jags lost last week mm-hmm. by six, but but they but Washington turned the ball over three times, mm-hmm. and jeez, and still lost, and still and they still lost. So yeah, that could be um, you know, that could be um, a sign that they they. They, it made, made them look better than they are for just even being within a touchdown mm. against. So now we got Miami, who's one and zero going into one and zero Baltimore. It took Baltimore a while. Um, they had me nervous, and I'm like, what the fuck. It was uh real close, like the first half. There was like only a one score here, and um, so now they are going to be at home, and they are only giving three and a half to Miami. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on Baltimore with this one. Um, I'm not on Baltimore right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably take Miami just because the, there's loads of injuries and I don't know who he's going to be able to throw to. Mm-hmm. This is going to have to be, so what you're banking on here is Lamar coming home, Yeah, you know, They've got that whole contract situation and whatnot and fucking proving to people how good he is. So this has to be, for me, a Lamar game mm-hmm. with the run. The, you're finding everybody possible and just having a really good game to win um, because you know that the that the Dolphins are going to be able to, to score um, some points here. Uh, it's just it's just a game I don't want really anything to do with. Um, but if I, if I did, I would take the team getting three and a half points just from what we've seen this, 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 um, yesterday. Um, yeah. And just, and just because of the injury. So just, I just don't, I just don't know who's playing. That's all. Okay. Uh, we get Atlanta going into the Rams. This is giving 10. I don't like when point spreads are this high. I mean, I think the Rams are going to win this game, but, uh, you know, like like yesterday, uh, we figured KC was going to, you know, win by their point spread, of course. And when a team gets up that much and it's toward the end of the game, you see what happens. They will just let them pass and let the clock run and let the clock run because if they score, who cares? And, you know, you get within. So if they're, you know, down 14, they're going to allow, you know, them to walk down. So I, I, I tend to stay away from this uh, this kind of a point spread. Um, I just didn't like anything I saw from the Rams last week. I think Atlanta are better than people expected. Um, obviously, you have to look at, you can't look at this until later on in the season. This mm-hmm. is the problem we'll do. And, 
you have to think about how elite Buffalo's defense are because then it's more forgivable that the Rams scored only whether they scored nine points last week. Uh, if, if Buffalo are completely elite, yeah. across, uh, I, don't, I don't think they are. Um, so yeah, that makes it difficult to take the, the Rams. Um, my concern would be for this, this feels like Atlanta start the game well and people who had the 10, um, people that take to take the ten are, are like ripping up their bets, are mm. ripping up clips, and that then the ten's going to be out the window very early, and then Rams do find a way to to win the game mm. and at least at least get that part of it done. So very typical like Atlanta Falcons game, just like last week. Yeah, Seattle, uh, the Legion of Boom, who's back all of a sudden, right? Uh, they want us to believe one and zero going into the zero and one. San Francisco 49ers, uh, and the Niners are giving away eight and a half points. That's a lot. It's a lot of points for because, like we said, we kind of got to throw out last week's game for both those teams, and you still don't know what Lance is. You have no idea. Uh, he did miss people when they were open deep, which could have you know won the game for them. He was missing a couple things, but like we said, there was quite a bit of weather. Um. And for me, though, like, to win this game, I don't have a problem in the world saying San Francisco. I'm very confident that that will happen because I believe Seattle put everything they had in the world in their bodies to beat Russ. And I think they were like, I'm going to kill myself. They blew their wad. It was like, if we win this and lose all the rest, it's fine. So I think they gave every piece of everything, and I don't think they get... You know, you can't get yourself up like that for every game. And especially ones that are just, I mean, this is division, of course, but it is not as much emotion. And I think those coaches as well went above and beyond to uh, to win. And I think, by the way, that Denver coach is horrible, by the way. Um, so I would say San Francisco here, uh, they eight and a half worry me. I'm, I'm, I could see it by, you know, seven that they win this. But... Uh, I would I would stay away from it when betting the point spread just because, like I said, until Lance shows me something and week one might as well not have been a week because you can't really take that into account. Yeah, I think this is a big bounce back spot. Um, they're going to be at home now. Um, I think, look, here's the thing. If Sh- I've said this before. If, if Shanahan is this or if Shanahan is, is really that, and he seems to keep getting the pass. Like, he just seems to be blindly good in the eyes of people, no matter, like, what the, the data and the, and the stats and the the facts tell you. They still, they still always tell you he's a good offensive coach. So if he didn't look at that game against Denver last week and see plenty of holes that he could exploit and he's not licking his lips and making a game yeah. plan to smash this team to, to wipe away what happened last week, then I, I think this is not, it's another case. It's supposed to rain a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. It's another case for me of him not being as good as he's made out to be. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that they, they, they will, they will win this and cover eight and a half points. Um, I think we'll really see where Seattle are at. And um, as I said, this is a game for, 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 for Trey. I, like the, the start of the schedule should have been, Trey Lance being able to go, you know, four two, four and two, five and two, yeah. uh, having those games to 
to adapt. Uh, they really didn't want that loss last week. So yeah, I think they um, of no one wants a loss ever, but they really didn't like account for that loss last week. Is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I think I think they come out and just and just fuck this team up. Cincinnati going into Dallas, as we know, Dak is out for a few weeks. Uh, Cincinnati, I like when I've heard the Billy say minus six. I have it at minus seven. Six and, six and a half, sorry. Um, six and a half, I'm all over it with Cincinnati. Um, you want to go with the public, 89% or whatever it was. Yeah, because, I mean, sure, this could be a bite in the ass, but after Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl and then they lose last week with the five turnover, you think, you think Burrow's going to do that again? I think Burrow's going to be on a fucking mission in this game. No, I, I, I don't think he will. Mm-hmm. I just like being with these, sure. with with this many people. But I mean, eventually, you know, it's not a case of um, okay. So over the course of seventeen weeks, the public are going to have a number one bet, which they, you know, which they're going to hammer. Um, you know, seventy, eighty percent. Um, that that is not going to go zero and seventeen. That that top bet, you know, yeah. that top bet go zero and seventeen on some weeks. 80% of the public are going to win their top bet. And on most weeks, the books are going to win. So if that number goes eight and nine through the year, mm-hmm. the books are happy. But, you know, the eight's going to be there. And this could be one of those times where they may not have moved the line enough. Um, there's other problems as well. There's other problems on like on um, on the team as well. He doesn't, whoever comes in a quarterback um, doesn't even have people to, to throw to because there's other injuries on that side of yeah. the ball as well. It's like you can come in like Dalton did a few times last in, in the past and had people, you know, had all those weapons um, that they're, they're, there's just not anything there. So, I don't know, it's really difficult to make any case for why the public lose this bet this week. Um, yeah, if Cincinnati won last week, I'd be a little more nervous. But as bad as they were and the fucking mistakes and this and that, I just, I, there's no way it's twice like that. No, I agree. I don't think so. Uh, Houston goes into Denver. 0-0-1 versus 0-1. And this is a 10-point spread. Denver's giving 10. Now, Here's, I'm saying, I'll go flat out and say this is a push. They win by 10. Um, And my big problem is here is coach versus coach. I don't have a problem with Denver just has more talent and they'll win and they're home. But I think that coach on Denver's side is a detriment. And I think Lovey Smith is a better coach. And with the defense and him trying to see what Seattle did, uh, I think it's not going to be – it's not going to end up, I think, more than the 10. Um, and I don't know if 10 is even considered a blowout, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Denver. Um, they, they they made a lot of mistakes on, on offense last week. They come home here, altitude. Um, Texans spent an extra, I believe, obviously – um, obviously, we know it's 15, it was fifteen minutes overtime, but I think it was twenty-four minutes actually, mm-hmm. uh, or twenty-four minutes extra on the field. Um, it's just not where you want to. It's not, and yeah, they still didn't win. It's just not where, the position that you want to be. And I think they put everything into that game, and we'll see like where the Texans are really at. And also, I think Den- I think Denver will 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 put those points on the board. Those those trips to the end zone. I think they'll they'll 
they'll score those points and it'll be enough to win this game. They'll they'll get the win by the margin that they should have got last week. It's just fucking unbelievable that that's that that's fucking lost. Yeah. Um, to be, but but yeah, um, I think the Denver get it right this week on their home on their home opener because it's a proper home field. Yeah, it big, um, yeah. And I mean, it's better um, off later in the year, obviously, but it's still it's it's a ruckus, you know. Yeah, some places just ain't so, but this this is not one of them. This yeah. is this is. I I quite honestly don't think Chicago is, and that's my own team. And I don't I don't think the crowd is. Um, it's not a crazy like they're passionate. I don't think they're uh, disruptive. I don't at all. Uh, and it's the the stadium is the smallest stadium in the whole NFL. That's where they're gonna move. Can't get loud enough, you know. So next is Arizona 0-1 versus Las Vegas 0-1, and Vegas is giving five and a half. I am taking Vegas and giving that five and a half. I, I think this is an actual pretty good bet this week to take. I'm uh, I, I'm more high on this, and I don't think you see how many times Devontae got that ball last week. I think it was 17 times he was uh he, he was targeted at least or thrown to. Mm. Um, <laughs> they used them, but, uh, you know, all the picks from Carr uh, did him no good. So, and they were playing a good team, but they didn't lose by much. So, and, and for having that many turnovers, but their defense is, is more the issue here. But, uh, I, I would give this five points. Um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult, really, because they, they should go off. Devon's Adams should go off. He had 17 targets last week, so he should be having a 100-yard game here. Um, but at the same time, going back to one of the stats earlier, week two dogs of six or less, which is here, off a straight-up loss, goes 64, 32, and three for 67%. I only took one of those teams, which was the... Um, which was the Panthers. Um, I've stayed off the Jaguars and I've stayed off the, the Jets because I don't want to bet on Joe Flacco mm-hmm. and I'd be with the world on the Jags just winning again and again and again at home. <laughs> uh, um, so I think, Aaron, that with an extra week, Cardinals work out how to stay in the game without Hopkins. I don't know if they win this game, um, but I'll take five and a half, six in some places, mm-hmm. but I'll take, Five and a half, yeah. I think just probably not going to be a play for me, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take it here in Arizona. So I, I don't think Vegas are. I think Vegas are supposed to be at least the worst team in their division. I'm not sure they are. Yeah, but, that that division's going to be like we said, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. So uh, next, our guys. Shytown one and zero versus zero and one Green Bay, and it is Green Bay giving ten points. Uh, Still ten. It's ten. It is ten. Um, uh, from what I heard today from, from Vegas people, they were like, their explanation was, "Oh, well, isn't that cute? Chicago won a game when they shouldn't have, and it doesn't matter. They still think they're horrible, and they think it was only the weather that made them win that game anyway." Uh, See, this is this is fifth. This is the fifth most high spec game, and seeing as so the Packers are one of the most public teams, mm-hmm. um, there's there's fifty five percent on the on the Bears. Fifty five. See, I, I I'm taking that, the Bears with is, the points, which has moved it. Yeah, that is with the points, which has moved yeah. it to nine and a half over here. So, well, apparently Rogers, if you the stat stuff was like he's. 
he beats the point spread, and then um, it, there was there was the crazy stat. Like it kept on going up. It was beats the point spreads after that loss, after the first week loss, and then it was numbers. Well, let me see if I'm kind of right here. Uh, it beats this point spread after loss, and then also in a primetime game beats that spread, and then beats Chicago's point spreads. <laughs> so it was like everything comes in line to beat this well, point yeah. spread. Go ahead, tell me. So Rogers at home is just in general is is sixty six percent against the spread. Mm. Overall, as a home favorite, he's 65% against the spread. At home on prime time, it goes up to 69% against the spread. In the division, it goes up to, it goes down, sorry, but it's 64% against mm-hmm. the spread. After a loss, Aaron Rodgers is 64% ATS. That's against the spread. Against the Bears, just a big jump up. Yeah. 20, 20 and 7 <laughs> against, against the spread for 74%. And here's even more here's even more crazy statistics. So in the twenty seven times Aaron Rodgers has played the Bears, he's covered twenty times. He's lot he's he's played him after a loss nine times. Do you know what the ATS record is? Nine and oh. Nine and oh. Nine I know this guy too much. <laughs> and uh and also LaFleur in his career as the as the Green Bay coach, um, after the nine losses that he's had as as the coach, mm. uh He's nine and zero ATS. Hmm. Oh God, I I wouldn't bet on this game at all because I, I wasn't going to. Until nah. I looked, oh yeah, until I looked at- <laughs> that make you change your mind. Hearing all that, um, good lord, I, I could see this one being that they're up by a lot and let them walk down again. Bullshit. Where you go? Oh, but they can't walk. But they can't walk down. This that's the thing. Like. Um, you know, Herbert can walk down yesterday, but they're not going to walk, walk Well, when down. you give a cushion and you just go, I'm letting you have everything underneath. That's what happens a lot. It's that, oh, you want to pass for five yards and then the guy will run for another five. And so they allow it and they allow it. They allow it. And now you get to the end where, okay, now you have to work within 20. Um, that's the, that, it's just, they just want to bleed clock. Um, this, the, here's my difference here for this this is the only thing that gets to me is like we say throw out last week because it was raining so I still don't know I've seen preseason I kind of know a little bit Green Bay like we said last week where I was like adamant I go Rodgers doesn't play in the preseason always sucks that first week the last couple at least right and everybody keeps bringing up now they get killed by New Orleans that time and so now the only difference for me now though to say of course he's bouncing back and they're going to be who they are. We know that. I they're not going to be garbage. That's a hundred percent sure. But that that nobody to throw to shit. He threw to the fucking the running backs most. That's who he was throwing to. That's like zero trust. And he throws to Cobb, of course. Lazar's back this week. Yeah, are they a hundred percent sure? But meanwhile, yeah. here was the weird thing last year. You were wanting him to throw it to Lazar if you were against them because he was the weaker of all the wide receivers and he would drop the ball. Now, he's the scary guy? It doesn't work that way for me. So, to me, I also said last week I was ranting about Rodgers' leadership. Now, here's my biggest problem. I, of course, it's my rival, right? I'm not a fan. 
But I do know greatness, and I see somebody being great. I don't care if I hate the guy or not. I You hate him because he's fucking great. So him throwing that ball, that 75-yard ball, right, to Watkins, who drops it, he gets very that cantankerous, fuck these guys, and you see him on the sideline yelling about, you know, these fucking slobs. I think, and then I saw Russell Wilson do almost, it bounced off a guy's face when Russell Wilson threw it. And there was a big difference in what they both did. Rodgers didn't throw to the guy again until the fourth quarter, till the end of the game, where it was, in my mind, this is a rookie who's terrified anyway. You have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time throwing you the ball and you drop it. You tell me you're not fucked up in the head then. How about Rodgers say, don't worry, kid, we're going to get him again. In fact, I'm going to go to you right away again. We're going to get you fucking going. You drop that one, all bets are off. But instead, I'm I'm freezing you out. Fuck you. You're never getting the ball again. That fucks up people, man. That ain't a way to be fucking right. Russell Wilson was like clapping, going, okay, we're going to, you know, don't worry about it. That's the way you do it because you go, okay, you know, the guy knows he fucked up. Don't fucking freeze the motherfucker out. So I'm curious to see if even keep an eye on first play of the game. Do they do another bomb to him just to fucking uh, just do and throw people off? But it was a touchdown that he dropped. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you don't ever fucking. I mean, the guy fucking dropped the ball. Yeah, I'd be pissed off, too. I'd be like, this motherfucker. But you don't have there is not like he doesn't have his old teammates with all the fucking choices. You got to get this guy fucking right. And if he's gone in his head, you know when you're fucked up in the head. You play tennis. You play soccer. When when you're not fucking right, it just doesn't fucking... You get inside your brain, same as I play golf. You get inside your brain, you can't play. So I was thinking, you got to build this kid up. You got to fucking... Okay, let's do a little fucking cross pattern just to get a another catch to show you it's cool. Don't worry about it. You don't have to... Because anytime he now drops something... You know how fucked up he's going to be in the head going back to that huddle? Like, this guy going to fucking give me the eye? I'm, I, fuck, you know, and it's not like the guy trying to drop it, obviously. So I just think it was, it, it shit leadership on, on that part to, to kind of freeze a guy out. Yeah, when I can agree with that to some extent. But, all right. So, I mean, you know what? I would take Chicago with the 10. I, and listen, I'm not doing it. But if I have to make a pick here, I'll do it. Um, I, I'm more intrigued by it's 41 and a half. I'm taking the under. Yeah, um, I, haven't really, I haven't handicapped the total really. Um, it didn't stand out. It stand out stood to me as stood out to me as correct. Because I'm like, um, okay, the if Packers score 31, do you think the the Bears score 10? I mean, they're they're not going to be like equal scoring. It's going to be a landslide on one side if they do. And I don't think the Bears' defense is garbage enough to be giving up that much. And God knows the Chicago offense can't score a lot at all against, especially the defense on Green Bay. Yeah, well, I mean, I was disappointed that, that we put that we allowed. 23 points last week so we'll see how good we are yeah the offensive line is uh still fucked up like three of the five starters are out still so it if they can get a pass rush like uh the vikings did rogers was getting fucked up he got crushed on that one things like that so um offensive line is a major fucking deal so that it might come down to that to where it keeps things uh 
you know, going. But I think they're going to run the ball a lot, too, on Chicago because they weren't stopping the run last week at all. Let's go. Monday night, there is two games, Billy, and I'm glad I got two TVs. At least. It is Tennessee 0-1 going into the 1-0 world beater Buffalo Bills, their home opener, and it is minus 10. Oi, this, like I said, those double-digit spreads, man. And Tennessee, obviously, it was one game, and they were the first-place team last year. 10 is an awful lot to me. I would, I mean, if I had to do this, God, if I had to do this, I'm taking Buffalo for the over 10. But I'm not, uh, I'm not jumping up and down. The total is 48, too. Yeah, it's going all the way up to 10. Okay. Yeah, it's um, 10. That's, I go, fuck, they could win. This is another one of those push. I see them dominating, but not like, by points, you know? Yeah, it's difficult um, because you know what they're going to do. It's just going to be Henry, Henry, yep. Henry. But last week, you know, the Giants stopped him and Saquon was the better running back last week. I think, and what did Henry get? Maybe 98 yards or something. And Buffalo's cap- got a better defense too. Like, they're really good. Yeah, well, I mean, he had a lot of carries. Mm-hmm. And I think he was that. 3.8 yards per carry, maybe, I think he was averaging. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure that's, that, that's going to work. Um, Bills um, Bills have the advantage of playing on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then it gets Monday uh, at home. Yeah, that's a long time yeah. off. Yeah, so I'm just going to take the, the, the Bills. Um, they'll, they'll start... Uh, building up that that hype, that hype train again until you know they get kicked in the mouth at some point. Minnesota, the last game of the week. Minnesota one and zero going into Philly one and zero, and Philly is giving two points. Um, you know it's funny because a lot of people I would think would be more high on Minnesota because of what they show. They're like, oh my god, now they're you know go crazy, but they're different on the road. They're very different on the road. Um, this is almost a Show me again for Minnesota for me to believe um, that they can do this wherever they're at. And as we know, Kirk Cousins, primetime, even though he has that one finally. But I would take Philadelphia and give the two here. Um, Philly, home opener. Um, Hurts, I I still, like I said, Hurts to me is a iffy guy. But being home, I I think uh, that's your, your... best choice if you have to do this game but I'm I wouldn't be uh jumping to bet on it a lot of people are really um, yeah a lot of people feel that um Kirk Cousins prime time is worth the mm. fade um Eagles have advantages in a lot of areas in this game um Minnesota I think the biggest angle for me is that Minnesota won a really big... I know they both won last week, but Minnesota won a really big game. Mm-hmm. And I just think they'll they'll struggle to get up for this one at the at the Eagles, which is a proper home field. Um, all, Philly, all Philly sports are home fields. So, yeah, I'm going to go for the Eagles. This will get me closer to my win total as well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, even I was surprised this week. I looked and... Um, 
the Eagles were at five to seven to win the division, or seven to ten. Mm-hmm. So after in your US odds, you need to put down, I believe, one forty to win a hundred minus one forty, which is still to me, it's like, well, who else is going to win it? Dallas yeah. aren't going to win, it, and the Giants aren't going to win it. So who's going to win it? The Commanders are going to are going to be on nine ten wins, are they? Like it's yeah. it, it's free money. Like part you yeah. can even go to the books and you can parlay Bills, Tampa, and Philly to win their divisions, and they and they will. You can even throw wow. the Colts on there. That's pretty you can good. Even throw, throw the Colts on. Um, and you know that the and the Packers they lost that game to the Vikings, which I knew they would, and now you're getting plus money on them. So the overreaction uh-huh. was so they were around about. Four, four, uh, three or five they were. You had to bet $160, $160 to win 100 Now if you bet 100 on the Packers, you win You win 120 You win 220 You get 220 back. They're six to five favorites to win the division. Like they swung that much off that game, which wasn't a big upset because Minnesota were a one-point underdog. Mm-hmm. And they started as a one-point favorite when, they, when the game started. So I don't understand these lines, like these these futures lines that people don't like to bet on because they're like, oh, I got a fucking oh, 16 Wait, weeks. Yeah. Like, dude, like, do you know fucking, that Vegas the most surefire way of like of making a profit? Yeah, it's an investment. You just got to wait for your investment. Um, This is very interesting. One of the places in Vegas, if you bet on Dallas um, to to do the under in their win totals. They pay you out already. So you can get your money paid to you already because of the DAC injury. And if they go over, oh, well. But they're giving everyone their money now, which is smart because now you'll go put it in on something else so you could lose your money because they know you're not going to lose that money. So give it back to you, and now you'll put it back in. Yeah, but, I mean, they had they had the money already, so... Yeah, but I mean, it's the people betting the under. They're they're gonna guarantee to win, so they're like, all right, well, let's just pay it out early because now these people are gonna bet on other shit and give it right back to us. So fuck it. Um, what was the other ten? That's a good question. I have it in front of me. It's ten and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know. Um, do we want to give away anything here, or we're doing that on the other side for the Patreon people? Yeah, the locks on the the lock is on Patreon. Yeah. Okay, so we are out of here. Do our. Uh, Consensus teaser. Oh, yeah, our teaser, our teaser. Uh, bring them down. Bring them down, too. Okay, I, I got my uh, I got my teaser here. All right, what you got? I got Cleveland because they're six and a half they're given. So take away that six and a half. They got to win pretty much because it's half. Oh, my God. You've got the same teaser that I that I had <laughs> not the same no not the same not the same half okay but you've you've added half to a teaser that I was already playing uh, I was already playing um Cleveland cuz I get it so I have got it somewhere anywhere between 5 and 6 and a half so I was going to say Cleveland money line mm-hmm. and Green Bay minus 3 and a half uh, that's pretty good pretty good the uh I mean there's always that iffy thing with Sometimes you hear a teaser and you think, how is that the same odds as betting a spread pick? Because sometimes yeah. the teaser's so much easier than fucking trying to pick between Colts and Jags minus three and a half or last night's game where KC were three and a half. Like, and then you think, all right, so I need Green Bay to win by three and a mm-hmm. half and I just I just need the fucking Browns to beat the Jets. And then it always sounds so much easier, but these, you know, these 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 teasers don't have a 
high success rate like for for gamblers it's it's very weird like um how how the books still come out on top even with these hopefully like this one this one will win because i think last week's got fucked by tennessee right was it tennessee i'm thinking it was because then it would have pushed them so we would have got a push because tennessee was five and a six point teaser would have been tennessee plus one so I think we I think we would have won I think we won last week's teaser then if we had Ravens and we had, I think we had if we had Ravens in Tennessee we would have come out with a win somehow it could have because been Denver what, too because Denver was six and a half and Denver just had a win That's yeah I can't remember too. I can listen so all right uh, make sure if you want your full betting of everything everything Billy has his own um, site where are we going Billy with that. I believe it was Denver, actually, uh, just just for that record. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's lockbetting.com. Lockbetting.com is where you can get all sports picks. But if you fancy, if you're not interested in all sports, if you think I can do my own boxing, I can do my own UFC, tennis, soccer, um, you know, whatever. I just want to bet through the NFL, or you don't even watch those sports, and I just want to bet through the NFL season. Then you're probably better off going to um, NFL Six Pack, Patreon.com/NFL Six Pack. If you just want the NFL. Yeah, so hit up that, take a look, see what your options are um, if you want to join in. It doesn't hurt you to take a look and uh, see what you could possibly do and uh, make some money this season. Because who doesn't bet on football? If you don't want the six picks, um, go over and get the the fifth. Go over and fifteen dollars and get the survivor pick and the and the locks, the two locks that you used to get last year are mm-hmm. over on the fifteen dollar pick. So for the fifteen dollar section, you get this podcast. Um, slightly earlier, uh, and also um, the extra. An, an additional yeah five ten minutes of um, of premium plays, two premium plays on there. So, and my question for Billy: When we go over to the other side, the first thing you're answering for me, give me the game or games that if one of the team wins, it's going to be we got to rethink about this team, and the team who lost is the sky falling. Is this team? really in fucking trouble. Um, I have two games that I wanted to talk about with that, so we'll do that on the other side. Uh, That's it. We're going over there. We're getting a bonus uh, part of the podcast for the people on patreon.com slash NFL6, the number pack. Go over there. We'll see you over there. He could go all the way.